Hello again and welcome back to Gilmy Talks everybody. How's everybody doing today? I have an amazing guest on this week, Jeff Geegan, one of the co-hosts of my probably my favorite podcast right now, Make Eternia Great Great Again, or otherwise known as Mega. Go check it out. Love if you love love all all things He-Man and just a fun fun show. Go down there, down there, load it. Oh wait. All right. Thanks for uh, pausing down there, down there, loading the show, following it, because I really, really enjoy it. It's a great show, and that's it. We talk about it. This is part one of two. We had a, a pretty ex extensive uh, talk, so two parts is always fantastic. Let me just get through some of my advertisers and sponsors. To what? What are they? Oh, and if you noticed, I have new theme music this this week. I got it off of uh, freesounds.org. I'm think I'm going to be doing that that from now on, unless a guest specifically re requests something, because it is really really fun to actually do that kind of a kind of a kind of thing, throwing new music in, changing it up a little bit. But that little intro, I think it's going to stick with the Gilmy Talks for uh, for a little while. And I just wanted to say thank you very much for uh, Jeff for uh, coming on the uh, show. It was really fun just sitting and uh, talking all all things uh, all things He-Man and podcasting and collecting and nerdiness all 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 to all together. Really really fun. And I just got to get the advertisers in. Just want to say go check out Tabby Lynn's Sensi page. It is amazing, and you just do not want want your your house to stink. I personally love love the product. I'm looking at two of them right now. I got them pretty much in every single room of the uh, room of the house. It's a wax based product, so it's animal friendly. Your kids will will, will not get burned burned from it. I've actually taken the hot the quote unquote hot wax and dumped it directly on my hand because I'm an idiot, and it did not burn. It, I was okay. But and I got it in my kids' room, my bedroom, the main floor. I just love that, love that stuff. I think right now we got the uh, still rocking the Christmas minty, minty smells, smells in the in the uh, house because you know what? I just just like it. And go check out Bats in the Belfry Art on Instagram, guys. She's gonna be doing commissions again, so go go hit hit her up up for any of that kind kind of thing. She does amazing work. And she just—I believe she just broke a thousand followers on Instagram now. So keep it, keep it coming, guys. It is amazing. She's a, a friend of mine and just does amazing work. Go check her out. If you need any design work done or any art, art, artistry stuff, go check out at Solid Designs on Instagram. Um, another amazing artist. Go check him out and tell him Gilmy sent you. Okay, guys, here's the show. Hope everybody enjoys it as much as I did re-recording it. Make sure you listen to the very end because they have a very interesting story. I put up a post a, uh, about it there, and you know what? It's a it's a good one. I seem like a complete idiot. Now, now, guys, we'll enjoy the show. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again. Welcome back to a Gilmy Gil, Gil yeah. and this is why editing's a wonderful thing. That's right, <laughs> <Amy> brother. 
All right, I am leaving leaving that in this time, guys. My guest this this episode is Jeff Geegan, one of the co-hosts of one of my favorite podcasts out there, Make Eternia Great Again. If you are not follow, following it following it yet, you know what? Pause this. Go follow them. Look it up on uh, Podbean. They're on the same server I am, which I promote because I love those guys. They're wonderful. They're great. They've helped me out many, many times. Go check out Make Eternia Great, a- great Again. And also just want just want to say welcome, Jeff, as the president of the Modulock Fan fan Club. I'm very happy for you to come on Gilmy Talks. How's it going, man? That's awesome. Um, very good. Thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome. That's awesome. Um, yes, I'm definitely not the president, or I hope you're not the president of the Modulock Fan Club either, but <laughs> that was really funny. That's really good. Yeah, so if you um, if, if you know anything about our show, obviously you do. Um, oh, I but, do. Uh, yeah, we, we kind of rip on Modulock uh, quite a bit, so that's kind of funny, so... Very good. Good plug. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and anyone who doesn't know, uh, Make Eternia Great Again is a He-Man-based podcast that they just talk about about toys, movies, replicas, um, accessories. <laughs> yeah, the cartoon. We talk about yep. um, the comics, obviously. We usually do three segments on every episode, so we'll pick a character. And uh, say like for like too bad or something like that, for example, or something like Beast Man, if you're more familiar. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about the cartoon, we'll talk about the comic, we'll talk about the toy. And sometimes if they're you know more popular, um, then we'll go ahead and we'll talk about the you know have them you know where they're in the movie or something like that as well. So, but uh, yeah, we it's it's more of a you know I think some people probably want to hear more of the deep dive of stuff and you know like the the history of things and that you know we, we get into that a little bit but we are definitely not a uh, a podcast about you know like we're not the masters of the masters of the universe you know what i mean so it's like uh, we like to keep it really light we're just a couple 40 year old guys that just want to talk about our memories of things and not really you know worry about getting into the weeds of of uh, being too analytical with everything, so we just try to keep it lighthearted and fun. It's a good comedy show. We have a lot of laughs on there, so it's a it's a good it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I personally I personally love listening to to the show because normally I listen to podcasts when I'm walking the dog and out and and about by myself and seeing people and seeing people stare at me where I'm laughing while walking a dog dog through a college early early in the morning um, it throws people off which is just great <laughs> that's right that's uh, so funny yeah, oh, yeah. I do the same thing like when I'm driving to work or whatever it's the exact same concept you know people are probably looking at me like sitting in traffic and I'm just dying laughing all by myself and get some stares but you know we, we need that though we need to laugh you know and and that's that's what I love about our show is we just try to keep it lighthearted and have a lot of fun and you know we get ripped from time to time you know because we're you know inaccurate at times and stuff with what we're saying but you know like I said it's just it's just all about fun you know and like we like what you were saying about Modulock you know Mo, again if people aren't familiar with Modulock he was first off he was an abomination he's no, the I'm just worst, joking. He, worst <laughs> he's not the just worst. He-Man Worst yeah. action figure of the 80s. I'm going to call it now. And 
even the good guy robot version, but is okay. But Modulok is just like a monstrosity put together and sold to children. It just that's right. <laughs> and that's a, that's funny that you say that because it was like um, that was kind of our that's kind of our shtick on there on the show is that we joke around about how um, uh, you know it's it's basically just these guys from the eighties who were consistently just trying to get money out of kids' pockets. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> it's just clearly they don't care. They're just they're just in it for the money. So I just we always have a blast with that. We just imagine like some some big dude just sitting back, you know, in a boardroom, you know, the chiming orders at people and stuff with a big old fat cigar in his face in his face and you know, snorting cocaine on the side like, yeah, let's get all the money from the kids, you know? So it's it's fun. And that's why the Toys That Made Us was a fantastic show. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, that was a great show. We 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 love that show. Yeah, I think I've actually seen the. I don't know how many times I've watched the Transformers one because I'm a I'm a trans I'm a Transformers guy guy. But He Man just because He Man has that certain spot to me that he uh, had a babysitter who had a bunch of He Man figures and one like. When my parents would be going to work, he would come over. He really brought me out of my shell because, as you you probably picked up, I got a speech impediment a little bit, which editing is great. Helps with that a lot. Yes, um, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but, definitely. Yeah. No, uh, Heat Man for me actually brought me right out right out of my, my, my shell and got me playing with other kids because – He's this giant hunk of plastic that you can run around the neighborhood screaming at at people. <laughs> That's right, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I was the same way. I um, hey, I just really enjoyed the um, just the overall aesthetic of the toys and of the comics and everything, just the lore of it and everything. You know, I was really big into Star Wars as a kid um, when I was real young. And obviously that came out in like 77. I was born in 78. So I've always known Star Wars. And uh, when those He-Man characters came out, man, they were awesome because they were huge. You know, they fit in your entire hand. I was like, whoa, this is like a giant compared to what I'm used to. And they had like that sweet power punch, you know. And uh, man, that was awesome. They were just so much fun. And, yeah. uh, and the names of all the characters and stuff were just like, they're so punny, you know, just full yep. of puns and everything. And gosh, it was great. But yes, Modulok is the worst. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. He's the worst. But that's right. And and I don't know why, but my favorite as a kid was Too Bad, and I still. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know why. Nice. Just, um, Did you have, now? I'm gonna get kind of deep here. Did you have the uh, flat back or the round back? Rounded. Nice. So you have the original. Awesome. Oh yeah. It's a uh, rounded back because and I'm actually looking looking for one for my my personal collection now, but. I'm. I got four kids. I'm kind of cheap. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Oh, yep, yeah. yep. Oh yeah. And oh, cool. Was, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Too bad's a cool character, man. He's he's definitely one of my favorites as well. Um, I, I talk about it quite often. My my two favorite characters on that that of Motu was uh, Moss Man and Buzz Off, and kind of goes back and forth of which is my favorite, depending on what day you're. You know, you're talking to me on it and stuff. They're they're both really really close as being my favorite. So, but again, kind of obscure guys. Um, but I I grew up uh, 
with an older brother and so I was kind of babied a little bit as, as, as a kid and so my parents would give me all of the good guys and they would give my older brother all the bad guys which is such a horrible thing to do <laughs> to the kids because then you're always you're like mortal enemies forever you know it's not just like hey you get these guys and you you know it was always we were pinned up against each other it was fantastic but but uh no so all my characters were all you know you know all my favorite guys were obviously all the good guys and stuff and um and you know my brother had all these some of them were pretty awesome you know like triclops and things of that nature and just loved it but again since he was the bad guys you know he got the the evil horde characters and that was hordak and mantana and and you know modulok and things of that nature i I remember specifically when he got modulok he was really pumped about it because he came in a box there's so many pieces and i think it was 35 pieces or something like that i can't remember how many there were but and then you but uh I think he yeah. probably lost about six of them in the first day, yeah. first first day of the day. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. And uh, but no, I mean he, my brother, he 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 loved Modulog. He loved him a lot. And I never did. I didn't get it. I agree. You said the robot guy. That's Multibot. I I thought he was way better than Modulog. So it's kind of funny, but oh, yeah. but anyways. But yeah, we uh, we enjoy the podcast and and uh, we have a pretty decent following and stuff. And I'm I'm glad that you like the show. And, and again, I appreciate you having me on. It's oh, it's yeah. uh, quite quite the honor. I love your show too. So well, thank you. And speaking of the uh, pod podcasting, how did you actually get into in, into pod podcasting? Because you weren't one of the the original guys, right? That's right. That's that's exactly right. So. Um, it's kind of a cool story. Uh, so the show, like what you're referencing, the show actually started, I'm trying to remember what year it was, 2017, I believe. And, uh, I think it was like March of 2017. I could be wrong in the month. Um, but I started becoming a fan of it and, uh, I learned of it actually through a guy that I work with and he was like, Oh, he's like, you like he man, you should check out the show. And he's like, it's a friend of mine that does it. I'm like, Oh, cool. And so I started listening to him. I was like, actually, this is really good. And turned out that his friend that he was talking about actually worked with us. And so all three of us worked in the same company. And uh, so I was like, that's neat. Well, I just happened, I was living in Lincoln, Nebraska at the time. And so we, my wife and I bought a new house in Omaha, Nebraska, which is about an hour away. And so we have an office in Lincoln and in Omaha. And so I moved over to the Omaha office and that's where... Uh, this guy named Eddie Fossler was working out of, and he was one of the co-founders of Make Eternity Great Again. And so, um, you know, so my our mutual friend Justin, uh, he was like, "Hey, let's uh, I should get you guys together." You know, Jeff over here really likes He Man and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, you do?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, we should have me on the show sometime." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So we just kind of hooked it up, and and I'd never really talked to him before, and and. Uh, you know, a couple weeks later, I was on their show. I think it was episode 29, and we decided to talk about Buzz Off, and and uh, we just clicked. Like in that in that uh, that episode, it was it was amazing. It was like like we got done. It was kind of like the Step Brothers movie. You know, like did we just become best friends? It was it was incredible, and uh, just the chemistry that Eddie and I had, and uh, and then uh, the other co-founder, Carl Carl Smith. Um, he uh, they they basically when the show started, 
it was very rare for the two of them to actually hook up and record together. So they were doing a lot of solo recording. So so uh, Carl would do an episode about somebody, and then Eddie would do an episode about somebody, and it and it had some cool connotation and stuff, you know. And it was a little bit comedic and and whatnot, but it was starting to according to eddie it was starting to kind of die off a little bit and, and uh when i came you know onto that one episode he was like wow he's like this was amazing and so him and carl talked and they're like you know maybe we should see if jeff wants to come on the show on kind of a semi-permanent level or maybe a permanent level and so they you know came to me and asked and i said sure so i came officially on so my first episode was 29 and then i officially came on like maybe three or four episodes later. I don't remember exactly what episode it was, but, um, but then I've been on ever since. So that was like 20, that would have been July of 2018, I believe, uh, when I came on full time. So it's been, or no, I take it back. It was July of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. It was July 2017. So it's been a little over two years that I've been on. So, so it's kind of a cool story. So, and then now, like I said, I, I work with Eddie, um, in the same office and stuff and we're like best friends now it's it's awesome so he's a he's a good dude super funny like i said if you watch or listen to this show he's a blast he's he's definitely the talent (laughs) (laughs) and i do like your uh little videos he's so so animated and kind of (laughs) bouncy yes yeah and that's how he is that's not a character that's how he is in real life He, he is uh He's a lot of fun to hang out with. Um, he's a lot to handle. He's like lightning in a bottle, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, he just goes like, and he's just, he's pure heart too. I mean, uh, we have a good uh, circle of friends. Um, we actually, um, we run an entertainment group together called uh, the Last Starfighters Entertainment Group. And it's uh, consists of a bunch of artists and uh, podcasters and a whole bunch of other things. And so we go to different comic cons together and think, things of that nature and and eddie's uh not not formally but he's he's kind of informally the president of 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 that group and uh for his birthday we had a big surprise birthday party for him and we all showed up and we were shooting off fireworks in his front yard and doing all this really wacky stuff we dressed up as as chickens and all this other stuff it was kind of a long story but it was a really really (laughs) awesome um deal but what was cool was like everybody had all this amazing artwork um that they created or they had other artists create for him and stuff and because he's just such a such a good dude with a huge heart and he's so funny and uh again i just couldn't cannot say enough if you haven't ever listened to make you turn it great again please go on a poppy and check it out and just just if you want some good laughs and a lot of heart it's totally worth it but it's a good time he's also um if you didn't know this either he's also a co-host of another um pretty popular uh, podcast called paranormal dads and uh they're also on podbean as well and uh super fun and it's him and two other guys uh andy who is a psychic medium and then their friend pat who's just another dad and they talk about bigfoot and about loch ness monster and about ghosts and about all sorts of different things and it's again super fun very lighthearted. it's one of those podcasts that you can sit down listen to it by yourself and have a good time or you can listen to it with the family and have a good time and it's you know it's another thing that we really try to do is we try to keep everything pretty g or pg you know um and all of our podcasts because it's just one of those things like you know you know yourself you're a dad and i just know that i want my kids to be able to listen to what i'm doing and stuff and and be proud of it you know so but yeah how about yourself you've you've been doing this for a clip though (laughs) yeah i've been doing this since 2016 yeah i was gonna say you've been doing it longer than me so (laughs) 
Yeah, but in there, I've kind of taken taken a little couple couple months off here, a couple months off there, just to focus sure. on, focus on life, family. Because as you know, what I'm going to pull pull the curtain back a little bit, where podcasting fans don't really understand how uh, time consuming editing can actually be. And, that is the truth. Oh yeah, like honestly, I bring my laptop to work and I tend to edit on uh, lunches. Oh, interesting. I do have a question about the last Star Starfighters Entertainment Group. You guys made sure. a comic book. Yes, we sure did. Yep, yep. We made a. It was a strongly based off of our podcast, um, off of Mickey Turning Great Again. We actually, by, by the way, we. I don't know if you caught this, but we we shorten up and we go, call everything mega. Um, oh yeah. And so we we made a mega comic book. Um, we let's see, we released that. I believe it was July, I think, of last year, July or August. I think it was July. End of June, early July, that's what it was, because we had it right before Comic-Con, which is Omaha Comic-Con. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, <clears throat> again, um, we have lots of, like, we, we kind of create these inside jokes on the podcast of, you know, like where we're talking about, you know, Modulock's the worst and all this other stuff. And... <laughs> And, uh, we, we, uh, one ongoing theme is, is that we never, ever talk about He-Man or Skeletor. We haven't, I mean, we talk about, about them obviously, but we've never had an episode dedicated to He-Man or Skeletor because it's been this ongoing thing that is like, you know, they always got the love in the shows and the, the, the side characters always were kind of side characters. And so we like to do that. And we always talk about like when we decide to hang up, you know, mega for good, we'll, we'll end the two last episodes with, with a, a Skeletor and He-Man. But anyways, so with that, we decided to create our own comic book and based on all the funny little quippy things that we've done on the show. And, and, uh, I have a, have a copy of it downstairs. I'll have to mail you one. I'll mail you a copy of it. Oh, and, thank you. um, yeah, you have to give me your address. I'll mail you one. But um, okay. yeah, uh, I forget how many pages it is. It's pretty, pretty, pretty. I mean, we made a mini comic. So if you remember the comics when we were kids, yes. So it is a mini comic. So it's smaller in stature and stuff. But but um, a bunch of us worked on it. Um, I was one of the flat colorists on it. I did the flat coloring. Um, but our uh, good friend Lee Bachma, he was the main artist on it. Uh, he does um he's got a you can follow him on facebook he this goes by the art of lee bachma very very talented artist um he's uh we actually met him at a comic convention we were supporting uh, mega we had a booth there and everything and he was like huh you have a podcast for human that's pretty cool and so we just kind of started talking to him and stuff and next thing you know you know he became a fan of our show and stuff and started reaching out to us and he drew a couple pictures motu related based on he was inspired by our show and you know and we just kind of hooked up from there and and uh went off and he, we became good friends with them so and then we have some other people in the local scene that are artists as well that we've known for a while and and so they kind of helped out as well and so that'd be like jesse Kiefer and uh al garrison and so we worked pretty hard on that we it took us six months um with all of us working together on it uh, we wrote the whole story ourselves 
uh, Lee did all of the illustrations, and then there's a number of us that did the coloring and, and whatnot. But it's it's a fantastic coloring book. But we also decided that we wanted to do something you know outside of the realm, and we wanted to. There were so many of us are very talented as far as our voices and things of that nature as well, and so we decided let's turn this into uh, you know kind of like a read along comic book as well. So we did an audio version of it and put it out on YouTube and <clears throat> we had to unfortunately just take it down due to the new FTC and COPPA rules and all that stuff but we didn't want to get dinged for anything so we had to take it down unfortunately but I think we're going to put it on our Facebook page but anyways but yeah it was a you know full edited with sound effects and music and the whole thing I don't know if you ever got an opportunity to, to, to watch it while it was out there but um, but yeah we're pretty proud of that video it's pretty cool um, we all came together and did all the voices for everybody for Rio Blast and Ram Man and I was the, the voice of uh, King Grayskull and uh What's cool about the the comic is it basically just starts off. It's it's like a full on episode, like you would have you would have seen in any anything else. But instead of He Man being the hero, it's actually Rio Blast and Ram Man. And so it's like Rio Blast is the main character, Ram Man is the sidekick, and they get into some shenanigans and whatnot. And uh, and in order to save the day, Rio Blast has got to make uh, his his uh, famous chili. And uh, it's it's just a funny concept. I, I don't want to no spoilers here, but but yeah, like I said, I'll send you a copy, and you could definitely uh, check it out and stuff. So uh, it's please, pretty fun. Please. But please, thank you. I would ab absolutely love it. I'll add it to the uh, how many boxes I got upstairs right now? I think seven, eight. <laughs> oh, there you go. Good. Yeah. No, I'm very much uh, a comic book guy. I've been been collecting since the uh, '80s. So. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, comics, toys. Now, going back to that, what do you like like about collecting? Because on on your show, you actually talk about your your mini your mini collection, I think. Yep. And what I I try to put my my finger on this. I've I've had other collectors on the shows, and what is I think it's just the joy of the hunt. Yes. You nailed it right there. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I was collecting the vintage characters for a while, um, but it was it was kind of hard because like it, it's such a different dichotomy of price with the vintage characters. Because if you get them out of the box and used, you can literally pick them up for four or five bucks a piece, maybe ten, fifteen, you know, depending on the character. He Man himself or Skeletor, depending on if it's like Taiwan made or you know whatever in Mexico or whatever you know some of those variations and stuff they can get pretty pricey but but uh, what I was bummed out with is that they're so old and so if you wanted to get them in really good shape you have to get them like mint on card and stuff and that's when they get really pricey so I was like you know I, I, I was having a hard time spending that kind of money for these things and whatnot and then um, one day when I was looking for I think it was Moss Man um I was trying to find one that was, you know, in good shape, that wasn't $6 billion. And, and I came across the, the classics version of, of uh, Moss Man. So, and it, some guy was selling it for like $20. And I was like, wow, that's pretty interesting. I was like, I've never actually seen these before. I'm going to check this out. So I bought it off of eBay. And at first I was like, oh, man, this is way, way different. But that's eh, kind of cool. I'll go ahead and put them up on my desk, you know. And so I got them. And I was like, that's neat. And 
and yeah, I like the articulation. There's a lot more, you know, you can move the hands and the wrists and the arms and everything, and, and there's so much detail to it. I was like, that's pretty cool. And so uh, I was like, oh, I might grab a couple more of these classics, and so I did, and I, I forget who I grabbed next, but and then my son bought me uh, a Hordak for Christmas and of, of the classics. I'm like, man, I'm really digging these classics. And, and so, like you said, he just kind of got addicted to that hunt, and I was like, I'm going to get... My, my mini collection is purely based on, if you're a fan of Motu at all, if, if you re- recall the first sets of comics that came out, um, they had this, uh, it was a different storyline, way different than the cartoon. There was no Prince, Ab- Prince Adam or anything like that. It was actually a, a Ular. That's uh, yep. <laughs> Yeah, Ular was like, like a caveman, and he became He-Man. Uh, he was helping the goddess um, otherwise known as Tila, and uh, who she, that's why she had the red cobra, you know, uh, helm and everything. And so, so in that comic, uh, He Man helps, or not He Man, Ular helps out the goddess from uh, this beast. And so she's like, you know what, you're you're worthy of this. So she gives him the shield and the chest armor and the and this power sword, and and all of those uh, elements were magical. And so when he put those on, then he became He Man. So it was a way different concept than you know than what we we're introduced with the cartoons. And so. I decided to do my collection based on that because with the classics, there's different variants of every single character. Uh, well, not every single character, multiple characters, I should say. So, for example, Beast Man, there's like the typical Beast Man where he's orange with the blue and, and everything. And then there's also, there was a Comic Con uh, Beast Man variant that came out where he was red because in the very first comics of, Be- of Beast Man was actually red, not orange. And so, again, there was um, multiple characters in those very first variants that I decided that I was going to go after because they, uh, they were more rare and, and harder to find. So so my, my uh, Tila is actually a blonde, uh, blonde Tila, and she goes by Battle battleground tila um i read uh, the red beast man my man at arms is actually i'm sorry not man at arms my ram man is actually um he's wearing an orange shirt with maroon pants instead of a maroon shirt with green pants that we had as toys as a kid so ultimately just i really decided to go deep into the classics and i kind of got rid of all my vintage stuff and i so now my mini collection has grown to quite the collection it's not not as big as I mean. There's I forget how many characters there are. It's like 130 or something like oh, that. And I think that yeah, because they have all these weird ones like Sir Laser Lot, and I mean if they kind of mentioned it, they made one, you know. Oh, yeah. So, um, but I think my collection I think is about 30. I think, but it's all the the characters that I wanted, and then I set my limit. You know, I I'm a dad as well, and and I try to be frugal, and and uh, so I set my limit at the characters i wanted i went after him as man i thoroughly enjoyed that hunt it was a lot of fun but i got everybody and i haven't bought anything since so it's been about a year since i've bought any characters and i'd love to get back into it if i could but i, I promised myself and especially my wife i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> see where where me i'm a i love the titans from the tram the transformer figures you know the really big big guys like Yes. Metroplex and Triptychon and yes. So I'll yeah, get, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll get myself the big guy once or two, once a year maybe when the new one comes out. Nice. That's and I'm good with that. I've been collecting toys for years and I got a pretty good collection and 
Actually, I picked up a lot of He-Man figures a couple couple years ago, and there were a lot of the a lot of the 2000 ones in it. And I wish I didn't sell it at that time because the, they're going way up now. Yes, yeah. Like, and the 2000 series was very interesting because, um, again, that that cartoon and stuff just you know. It, it started off. Well, I didn't. I didn't even realize it was a thing. You know, um, I completely missed it. I was just starting off as being a dad and everything at that time when that came out. So I completely missed it. Um, but so it wasn't until later on that I was, you know, privy to it. And I was like, wow, this is actually interesting. And at first, I was like, man, this isn't my he man. I don't like this at all. And so I just discarded it because it was like very anime. And, and uh, but you know, now after starting the show, we started digging more into you know, different elements of He-Man. We started kind of picking up on a few of those episodes. I was like, actually, this is actually a pretty good show, you know? So, um, and then same thing with the cart, with the, with the toys. Um, I wasn't a big fan of like Beastman's like really elongated and has real long arms and they really accentuate the different sizes of things and stuff in that show and on the toys. And so I wasn't a big fan when it first came out, but you know, now after being a, you know, more entrenched in everything, or I'm actually a pretty big fan of those toys and they're still, they're a lot cheaper than the classics. That's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but no, they're pretty cool though. You can, I mean, they're, they are going up in price. They definitely are, but I mean, you can still get them at, at you know, men on card for, you know, maybe 20 bucks, you oh, know, yeah. a piece, which isn't bad. That's not bad at all. Now, the one that I wish I did not sell, I had the classics, uh, Panther. And yes, I sold them way, way too early. <laughs> yeah, I bought them way too late. <laughs> I, uh, paid a, I paid an arm and a leg for my guy. <laughs> he's he's actually almost doubled in price right now. But it uh, man, that is he's uh, yeah. Panther is probably one of the uh, what would you call it like battleships of of He Man right now for the Motu Classics. He's pretty hard to get. Um, and so he's up there in price. I mean, it's, I'm not going to say how much I paid because I don't want to tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, he's going, you know, probably like in box and stuff. He's, uh, he's roughly right around 300, I think right yeah. now in box. So, uh, that's incredible. You know, I think his brand new, he was like 35 bucks, you know? So, and it's um, just yeah, it's it's nuts. And then I'm I don't know about you. I don't know if you keep all yours in your box or not, but No. Yeah, me neither. I take them right out. <laughs> oh yeah. It's I've I've actually done this at a at a comic shop. I bought a guy and opened him up in front of the owner there and the guy had like had he was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Hey, it's mine now." Oh yeah. That's he right. just like I just crack Crack it open, start, start. I, I, I think I gave it to one of my kids. Like, what are you nice. doing? I'm like, well, it's a toy. It's supposed That's to be right. supposed to be played played with. He's like, you know, you just spent spent blank amount of money on it. I'm like, yeah, well, he wanted a, a Green Lantern guy. That's right. Like, yeah. That's right. That's the thing. If, if it brings joy to your kid, who cares? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I do the same thing. I have. Um, I have some classics characters and some vintage ones that that I had got back in the day because I knew I was a He-Man fan, and it was either a, a, a I had a double of it or or it was just somebody I didn't really care for, so I gave them to my kids and stuff. And people were like, "What are you doing? Those are worth." And I'm like, "Who cares?" I was like, "You know what? They love them. They're having fun. They're not they're not cranking on them. They're not drawing on 
them with a sharpie or anything like that. You know, they're taking oh, yeah. care of them. They're having a lot of fun. So yeah, like uh, my my son will borrow my transformers from off the off the shelves, whether they're the G ones or the ones now, because he absolutely loves them. He treats them better than I do. That's right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's good about the G one stuff is like, I mean, you can be pretty rough with those things, and they're. Yeah. You know they're gonna they're gonna handle it. You know so. Oh yeah, like uh, what was it? Oh, I just picked up my this about three months ago. I just I got to pick up my favorite childhood toy, and it just makes me smile every time I just walk I walk walk here by it. Uh, the Power Masters Optimus Prime, not the first one but the second one, where nice. he turned into a giant block of a of a robot. Right. There's a whole story story behind it why 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 I love it, but it just it just makes me makes me smile when I just walk it walk it walk it by it. And yes, I probably um I didn't pay for it, I traded for it. So Oh nice. Well I love doing that. But I'm always scared though. <laughs> right. Just with the the quote unquote trades, I'm like, Okay, I'll send you this, you send 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 me uh-huh. that. And You're right. It's sketchy. You get some people out there that you know they they promise this one thing and then it, it, you get it and it's something else, or you never get what you you know what you sent for. And they oh, yeah. you know they just fall away into the darkness. And you never hear from them again. So it's pretty oh, yeah. sketch out there, unfortunately. Yeah, but I've I've been pretty good. I've only had one. Uh, only got burned once, really bad. But that's part of the game game too. It sure is. Yeah. And since we're well, we're talking about collecting, what is the one piece that you would love to have but just never happened? Oh man, um, are we talking He-Man? Or are we talking anything? Anything. Oh man. Because I know, a- and just uh, I gotta say this because I found out they're making a six-inch GI Joe line starting this uh, summer, which I'm That's very, awesome. very excited about. Like GI Joe's the same size as he the He-Man classic guys. That's awesome. I'm I'm definitely buying into that. I was a huge GI Joe fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. I'm trying to think if there was anything out there. I would say, um, honestly, probably the uh, one of my favorite toys that I never got, and, and it kind of stinks because my son actually has them now, was uh, was Bruticus. If you remember from Transformers, um, he was one of the com- Combaticons or whatever. Yep. So I, f- I forget what they were called because um, like the Constructicons turned into Devastator, and then there was the uh, Menasaur. Kid, he, well, there was Menasaur was one of them. He, he and then okay. there was also another guy called Bruticus. Okay. And uh, but they had like their Constructicons and the aerial bots, and there's you know something I forget the, the the collection of these vehicles what they were called, and then they formed into Bruticus. And the the color scheme of Bruticus was really cool. It was such a uh, it was like a brown and dark purple and maroon and like a mustard. You know, it's these really like dull you know colors and for whatever it was for me it just really you know i just loved it i thought it was super cool and i loved him on the cartoon and stuff and i just you know he was a pretty rare character and so i never got to got to actually get him but my my son we were at a uh comic-con uh 
years ago, and he was 14 at the time, and he had quite the savings um, saved up, and we were going through, and he had, he finally used one, and uh, it was a lot more than what I wanted to spend, but he really wanted him too, so he he went ahead and bought him. So I was like, ah, oh, you jerk, you know. So I still got a hold of him and everything. It was pretty cool, but um, but he says he's not mine. So <laughs> no, nope. but yeah, that was that was probably the one the one toy I always kind of wanted i never did get i mean devastated probably up there too i never had a dev- i actually didn't have any combaticons um myself but anyways yeah i got the uh when they re-released devastator that was the one that kind of got me on the whole titans kick the giant trans transformers because i got devastator and then i had to get get other ones that were the same size and just yes they're so yep. cool. They're they're beautiful. You know, I I just oh they're awesome. The con the the concept of it is so cool. Like I I love Transformers. Love it to death. And um everybody but Hot Rod because he's an a hole and killed Optimus. But uh, <laughs> I've done a whole podcast on Hot Rod killed Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's oh, so good. God, um, oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, but I I just love like Devastator and the aerial bots and and all of that you know and even the big guys like Omega Supreme and you know stuff like that it was so cool man Transformers are just ugh, they're so awesome yeah they're really, really I'll, cool. I'll I'll send you I'll have to send you some pics I'm in I'm in the midst of re- redoing my uh, my little collection area thing so. Nice. Once yeah, it up, please do. Once it up, it's up. It's about seventy percent now. I just need to add uh, two or three more uh, shelves. And nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's awesome. But in all honesty, am I ever done done playing with the collection? No. It just this is what I want to do now. Next year it'll be something else. Yeah, that's but, awesome. See, guys, I told you it was a fantastic talk. I really enjoyed enjoyed having having Jeff on the uh, show, and if you haven't haven't yet, go go check out Make Eternia Great Great Again, or any of the any of the other podcasts we discuss on this show, because they're all they're all fantastic guys. I personally love them. They're fun. They're funny, and they're well, enjoyable to listen listen to. But I promised you guys a terrible story about it. And I got one there for you. So the thing is, I was upstairs cleaning cleaning the bathroom. I was had headphones on because uh, with myself, if I don't put headphones on, I don't stay on task. I get distracted. I can do this. I can do that. I was by myself, alone in the house. So I clean the bathroom. I get that all done, and then I just grab a quick a quick shower after. And I hear my lovely dog going crazy downstairs. She normally does this when anyone walks by the house, when somebody knocks. I just thought, oh, it's a package. They'll leave it on the on the yard door. So I just grab grab a towel, start start walking down the stairs, and I hear two voices. And I'm like, oh crap, I'm naked. There are two gentlemen in my uh, house. Before I go any farther, I'm going to tell you, it was the maintenance guy and the pest con- control guy guy for the townhouses I uh, live in. And it was just, it. they sent a note about a month ago that they're all coming in, and I just plain old for I got. So I dropped the towel, 
because I've learned many times, many times a year ago, dealing with crazy is people do not like that. So I just walked walked down the stairs, bare ass naked, ready to uh, ready to fight two guys. Then I realize who it is. I'm like, hey, how's it?